Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Thursday, 2nd December 2021. Our bit today comes from Romans chapter 5, verse 5a, which says, And hope make it not a shame. That means it does not disappoint. Oh, friends, unfortunately, Thursday has not opened as nicely as Wednesday did. It's wet and cloudy. But as always, the wonderful news and spirit of Jesus lifts us up regardless of the quality of the physical day. And on top of that, we've drawn breath today. So that makes it even more important. That's why we confidently declare, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. <laughs> yes, my brethren, life might not be a bed of roses. But since we have life, we have hope. And hope, make it not a shame, does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been shed abroad, that's poured out in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. My people, what we have in Christ Jesus through his Holy Spirit is more than hope. It's a certainty of our eternal home and destination. But here's how the BibleRef.com website explains it now. They say, Paul introduced a challenging idea in the previous verses, that's verses 1 to 4, that Christians can see suffering as a cause for rejoicing. He did not mean by this that anyone should necessarily feel happy or enthusiastic about hard circumstances. Instead, those who are saved, who have expressed faith in Christ, can declare to ourselves that this suffering is worthwhile. It provides an opportunity to grow into the people that God is calling us to be. He began by showing that suffering produces endurance. That's a deeper, longer trust in God. And this produces character, meaning we more consistently choose to do what honors God. This in turn produces hope, where we experience growing certainty that our ultimate destiny is an eternity of good in God's presence. Now, Paul concludes this chain by saying that our hope will never put us to shame. By that, Paul means our hope will be fully vindicated. We will never, in the end, be disappointed for hoping to receive God's goodness forever. And that's the end of the quotation. And of all of that, we can be certain, sure, my fellow believers, because our wonderful God has already proven his awesome love for us by sending his son Jesus to die on the cross for us while we were yet sinners. Yes, through his shed blood, we've been justified, sanctified, redeemed, saved from God's wrath, received salvation, been reconciled to the Father, atoned for, and all the other wonderful things we gain by being true believers in Christ Jesus. Wow, 
Which other supposed God has anything better to offer? None. Because they are not real gods. Just wannabe imitations of the one and only true living God. He of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that's the indisputable truth. There is no other God but Yahweh, Jehovah, Elohim, whatever name we choose to address him by. And that's why Paul could also write in his second letter to the church at Corinth these encouraging words. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Silvanus and Timothy, was not yea and nay, but in him was yea. For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him, amen unto the glory of God by us. Now he which establisheth us with you in Christ and had anointed us is God, who also had sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. <laughs> and all that comes from 2 Corinthians 1, 19-22. Oh friends, the promises of God in Christ Jesus are all yes, yes, yes. Now here, the scholar's explanation of that passage of scripture. They say, Amen is equivalent to yea. Whether one is a Gentile and says yea, or a Hebrew and says Amen, the promises of God are sure. But the force of Paul's analogy is that his word is as good as the gospel because he which established, established us with you in Christ is God. And as per sealed us, they say the sealing of the Holy Spirit has a threefold significance in the New Testament. One, to indicate ownership that we belong to God through Christ Jesus. Two, to indicate genuineness. And three, to preserve and keep safe. And they give a whole, a few References there like Ephesians 4.30, 2 Timothy 2.19, Revelation 7, 2-3. And this last idea is amplified with the earnest of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit himself is the down payment or pledge of redemption. The indwelling Spirit is the surety and the security of all that is to follow in the final salvation of the believer. Oh, brethren, what more can we ask, eh, friends? Nothing really. God didn't only send Christ to pay for our sins, but he also sent the Holy Spirit to seal us as his personal property. The good book tells it thus. For ye are bought with a price, that's the blood of Jesus. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's, and that's taken from 1 Corinthians 6.20. Yes, my people, we belong lock, stock, and barrel to God, and he stakes his claim on us by sending his Holy Spirit to indwell us, as well as to give us security and surety of his promises. That means our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Consequently, we need to behave in a manner, in a manner worthy 
and appropriate of such a high honor? Please, please let's try doing that now. We all know what it means and what it takes. But we need to put out a more serious effort to make it happen, especially in these tough times. And you know what? Our God is so good and wonderful that he even gives us the tools at numerous blessings so we can do just that and show the world what a magnificent God he is. But since those blessings don't take effect until we declare them, let's declare what we call our Thursday blessings right now, now. As one strong voice, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I'm blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. And now, friends, the onus is on us to go out and share those blessings just as generously with others as God shared them with us. Much love. And the postscript for today says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. And that's a fact, friends. We are sealed. The Holy Spirit of God is there, giving us surety and security. So we don't need to get all worked up about whatever is going on. We just got to keep on looking straight ahead at Christ and living the way he wants us to live. So please, today, let's go out and do all of that now. Let's live to save, to serve Christ the way we know we should. And we pray all of that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.